welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Um, this is a slightly delayed review to a film called The Devil All the Time, starring Tom Holland. We did do a reaction to the trailer. Yes. Um, it stars Tom Holland. It's a, it's a stellar cast, actually. It stars Tom Holland, um, Robert, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise in it, Jason Clarke, Sebastian Stan, Eliza Scanlon from Baby Teeth recently, um, Riley Keough, uh, Mia Wasikowska. So, I mean, a, a real rip-roaring yeah. indie yeah. cast. Yeah. It's a psychological thriller, and it's based on a book by Donald Ray Pollock. Who does the narrative. Who, yeah, he does the voiceover. Yeah. But it, would you say it sits within a sort of an American Gothic? Southern Gothic. But what is the nature yeah, of an American okay, Gothic well, genre it, book? So it's, as, as I started to watch this film for the second time, I thought, oh my God, this is taking me back to... Deliverance. Deliverance. Oh, right. Would you say that's a, a, an archetypal... Well, yes, but yeah. we haven't really had a film like that no. since Deliverance, no. have we? No. And what it means is... The boondocks The deep south, the boondocks, the very, very interbred, I mm. have to say, everybody... Uh, and he says this in his introduction to the film, doesn't he? Mm. Everybody, small communities where everybody interbreeds with everybody else. Yeah. There's lack of education, too many drugs. They don't, they don't belabor the drug thing at all in this film. It's yeah, set it's sort much. of before the drug explosion. Well, it's well, it comes out of World War Two. It emerges exactly. out of World War Two. Exactly. So it's that post-war exactly. era. And I'd have thought this really resonated for you because it's it the does. era that you were born into. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And mm. also, in a way, I like that it didn't hadn't reached the drug stage because it makes mm. you realise what happened when the drugs hit those neighborhoods yeah. where right. they were so superstitious yeah. so you know what you know the, the god and the devil sort yeah. of thing mm. you know i, I completely no, I went in it quite i was quite blind quite blind it. yeah so it's heavily casted brilliantly casted directed by antonio campos and co-written with him and his brother yes um as we say the writer of the book narrating it i love that it reminds me just when it opened it reminded me of blood simple uh, the coen yes. brothers first film yeah. where you have that sort of deep south droll voice sure. telling you the story yeah. and it's just like oh yeah come on this is granular this is going to be mucky this is going to be intriguing and i don't know what it i don't know what it says to a british audience that that really resonates for us because mm. i'm fascinated by that sort of middle hidden low b working class white america it's kind of odd the, the whole idea of Southern Gothic, which again, to just repeat myself, is before the drug explosion hit, is we sort of understand that on a mythic level better mm. than we understand what's happened since in America. It's kind of it's like the aftermath of the of the conquering of the Great Frontier, isn't it? Yeah. You had the cowboys, yeah. The cowboys settle in, and yeah. then you have the sort of Great Depression of the thirties, twenties, thirties, and then this is this is what's left. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? So yeah. it's kind of like it's. I suppose these are communities that have evolved out of, in a sense, economic catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. Um, But also adventure, weirdly. There's yeah. that sort of strange sort of, anyway. Yeah. Um, so oh it, yeah, they were all pioneers yeah, in one sense. Yeah. So this is epic in every conceivable sense. Yeah. Length, cast, time, there's sort of the broad spectrum of time that it's told across. Mm -hmm. uh, we start with um, the character of Bill Skarsgård, uh, who's a soldier in World War II. He's fighting on the Solomon Islands. We have that most, describe that arresting first scene. Oh, I knew yeah. I knew if I could get the girls to the first scene, mm. they'd be in. Um, that first scene. So dark. Yeah, it was, um, so, yeah, he's, I mean, he's on the battlefield and yeah. he walks up to this person, was he on a crucifix? Mm. Yes, yes. And he's totally, like, skinned, wasn't he? Skinned. Yeah, skin yeah. was off. On the Solomon Islands. And he was, he was dead. And then... I think they like touch him or something and then he jumps I up know. and wakes up. And, and all these like, flies come off his head, yeah, there's an yeah, exhalation. Yeah, yeah. So nice. I think it he probably is dead, but it's just the body moving, isn't no, it? No, 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 he, he actually goes, oh! No, because they have to shoot him. Oh, they do. Yeah, they, they have do. to shoot. Yeah, do. And I thought that was... It's even nasty. Yeah. It's even nasty. So, forewarning, it's an incredibly 
dark. It's not on, it's not on screen for it's long. Not a live, it's not but that's live. very near the beginning of the yeah. film, and it's sort of a foretaste of what you're going to get. Really. Yeah, but well, it's a foretaste of what you're going to get, and I think it, for me, what that immediately told me was that this was going to be quite a complex film. Yeah, yeah. And it is a complicated film. It is. And it requires yeah. patience, and it. And not for the faint-hearted. And it's not for the faint-hearted. No. So essentially, we follow uh, Skarsgård's character he, and his son, and his son, um, and his son grows it's up. Tom is Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I mean, it's Tom it's Holland's film, Tom Holland. but we have quite a protracted, long build-up yeah, to him do. becoming an adult. And there are loads of other characters. And, and then alongside yeah. that, you've got the story of Mia was was a uh, You know, her character who is related vaguely to the yes, main she was supposed character. to marry Tom Holland's dad. That's right. That's right. I fell in love with the preacher. So it's a very you get the sense of and a very so incestuous and very Tom integrated become uh, brothers and brothers. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the exact sex. relationships is, isn't here no. by the by, but they are intensely close, Link. aren't they? And, and it, then yeah. there's the one of the waitress and the. Weird guy. Yeah, Jason Clark. Jason, Jason Clark. Clark. So you've got one, two, three, four different, three or four different stories all rolling officer. along, and the police yeah, officer. Those, yeah, but that's what I really liked how there were all these different storylines. And kind of at first, you're like, whoa, these are quite a few different ones going on at the same mm. time. But the way they all link, like at the beginning and towards the mm -hmm. end, I loved. So you've got four or five stories. You've got Tom Holland's trajectory. You've got the trajectory of Eliza Scanlon, who's the daughter of Mike Mia was Wozikowska. So you've got essentially two children that end up finding them, finding each other again in a essentially a foster home. Stepbrother and stepbrother step and stepsister, but they come from a community rather than necessarily being officially sisters, brothers, yeah. cousins, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Within this community, it's quite incestuous. Everyone knows everyone else's yeah. business. Yeah. The the church is a major sort of central Absolutely. element to the whole yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, the film starts with a crucifix. Yes. Um, there is another moment with a crucifix when Scarscar, Tom Holland's father, with the tragedy of his mum does something with the dog that oh, once again you know once again echoes the the crucifix and you have a, a sort of all the way through it there's a sort of whether it's catholic or just a deeply religious scene running through yeah, it but almost everyone in it's a religious apart from tom holland yeah, yeah. it's well, Presbyterian, but it's that firm firm american thing that came out of actually the the um after after this after the second world war with yeah. the soldiers going back and it's so purist it's so purist in its um and it still it still exists in it huge swathes of america and it does exist in certain areas in scotland yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you've got these other sort of little tiny plots and then jason clark who i you know i've been a fan of for a long time in films off. like everest uh, he was in um pet cemetery i think it was very good in and that great Catsby. Great Gatsby, absolutely. Yes. And he plays essentially a, a sort of, at first you think he's a photographer, he picks up a, a woman in the restaurant. Uh, who, who works with Tom Holland's mum. Yeah, exactly. So you see That's what I mean? Like it's all very yeah, small community, yeah. all very interrelated. So Jason Clark takes up with this woman and they hit the road essentially. And mm. we just keep coming back to their story across time. So this, this film moves across time, five, 10, 20 years. Yeah. And across that time, Jason Clark and this woman uh, have essentially taken up the habit of what we believe to be a sort of soft porn, taking photographs mm. of her sort of, they pull, they pull up hitchhikers and they take dodgy photos with them. But can I just say that when he introduces us, which is, I presume from the book, the, the narrative said that he shows us the woman and he shows us Jason Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Jason Clark was the photographer, the woman yeah. was the model, mm. and the people that they pick up are, the, no, she's the bait, and the oh, people yeah, they pick up are the models. models. Yeah. And at that stage, we're thinking, what the hell is he yeah. talking about? And I about? thought that was really clever use of narration, because yeah, the narration does that thing. I remember seeing a really abstract film when I was at film school, 
and it, I can't remember what it's called, but what happened was you saw a shot of a photograph burning and on the soundtrack, you heard the voiceover describing the next photograph you were gonna see. Oh. So your head was trying to work out what am I about to see? And then you start, do you see what I mean? So yeah, yeah. And I thought in this, the voiceover did a good job of pre-figuring stuff, suggesting stuff that's uneasy, yeah. but you're not being able to make sense of it until too late. Until you see, so yeah. it's really a film that rewards on a second watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Because it, it's, give, it's laying lots of, lots of sort of clues along the way. What did we think of Skarsgård's character? So Tom Holland's dad, let's look at mm. characters. What did we think of him? I thought he was amazing. I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, like, I've like, not seen him in a major part. I right? haven't no, either. No, no, no. I, I feel like that's his first yeah. major. Is, is it? Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, because it's only really been it and then he's been little parts. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. I don't know. I mean, I thought he played that innocent sort of, the way he was smitten with his wife I, was beautiful. Yeah, went, I thought he was really good at playing quite a yeah. complex character. Yeah. Because I feel like when you first meet him, you expect him to be one thing. Because yes. when, you, when you're first introduced to his character, he's quite like... You know, obviously messed up from the war, from and the war. he seems quite reserved, yeah. and quite a calm person. Obviously, fair enough, becomes quite yeah. you know insane. Um, so I felt like he was really good at kind of not giving that away too mm. quickly. But also, don't forget, basically, he goes off the rails in the end, but he goes off the rails because he adores his wife. Yeah, I felt I felt there was logic to yeah, and I felt there was logic to where he was yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what did we think of the preacher who was who marries Mia Wasikowski? Oh my god, he was, oh, he was brilliant. Oh my god, so there's this preacher guy. There was a very powerful scene where one of those batshit crazy preachers and he tips all these spiders on his head. Yeah. And he had sort of a triangular I mean that actor. He was barking mad. What was his relationship to anyone? Again, he's part of the he's community. One of the he's one of the passing go, preachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he Mia, hooks up with Mia Wasikowska. So Mia, yeah, Mia's supposed to um, marry Tom Holland's That's dad right. because the mum wanted them to mm. do everything but then she ended up falling in love with this preacher who I don't know how he could do that because if I saw him I'd be like yeah. uh, avoid at all costs yeah he's and insane then, yeah and he, he travels around with this guy who seems to be with him all the time which again reminded me of Deliverance he's well yeah he was playing the guitar he was a combination of the guy in the back of his car with Deliverance and Matt Lucas and Little Britain yeah but he never sort of gets out and he's going like but never seems perturbed by it there was well look there's going to be a spoiler alert here anyway that character in a batshit moment of religious sort well, of he fervour. Gets, he gets bitten by a spider. Gets bitten by a spider. Which, they, which they give you in the narrative. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't show you it. They no. Yeah. Because they got bitten on the head accidentally by a spider, which is no bloody joke. Uh, he, he locks himself in a room for two weeks then comes out having seen the Lord and the Lord has spoken to him. And what the Lord has said to him is, kill your wife and try and resurrect her. And I will resurrect yes. her. And, 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 and they've had a child who is yeah. Eliza... Eliza Scanlon, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so he takes her off into the into the woods. Yes. The mum. Yeah. Mia Wasikowska. Nice picnic. Nice picnic. Wow, what do you think? She's, what do you think? She's wandering around thinking it's all lovely. Goes in for a kiss. The and then the most astonishingly I've violent. I've never seen like a stab like it in no. the film. No. Like, it looked so real. So be prepared. It was so shocking. So shocking. So shocking. And then he tried to resurrect, and I thought he played that really well because you felt for him as well. He did because I don't know. Yeah, because you could see he was just. He genuinely lost. believed the madness of what he was doing. I, yes, exactly. That's the point because I saw it separately from you two. But when he first does that dreadful act, I didn't realise he was still in religious madness Further. and wanted to to right. resurrect yeah, I her. her. Oh, I thought he was I see. just killing her. And when he goes into this thing of you no, know, come on, Lord, come on, Lord. Suddenly you sort of think, well, it's still crackers. 
but at the yeah. same time it's there's a certain well, kind of logic to it yeah well you kind of felt sorry for him because yeah. you're like oh you're really just yeah. so lost in it all and when he gets into the, into the car he says he, <laughs> he says, to, says, says to his mate in the back the mate says to him look mate you just stabbed your wife in the neck after being bitten on oh, the neck no. by a spider I just saw you just no he's like I'm just going to tell them you know that I what I did you know to try and resurrect you was like you stabbed your wife in the neck with a screwdriver you tried to resurrect her <laughs> you you're clearly insane. Yeah, I mean, it was very odd. So there were moments like that. So that was incredibly bad. So the film... and then he just ditched him. And yeah, he got in the car with um, Jason Clark, didn't he? And yeah, that's unfortunately, right. he got his comeuppance just down. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So meanwhile, along running alongside this, there's another storyline that Jason Clark and is the the actress Riley Keough. Do, do you guys know her from anything? No, I don't. I don't She's know. Exactly. Magic. She was in Magic Mike. She's in Mad Max, Fury Road, Magic Mike. The blonde one? Yeah. yeah. Oh. She was very I good. She was brilliant. She was very good. So this is the woman that, that Jason Clark's picked up in the, the cafe. Bait. The bait. The bait. Well, what it transpires they're doing, guys, mm. is what, Mum? Is that they're, they're picking up hitchhikers. and um, I can't quite believe this. Men. No. Uh, men. It has happened, men. though. Has, I mean, I've read you know, I've, the whole oh, sort of annals of right. American weirdness. Um, they pick up hitchhikers. Don't forget, cameras were at their beginning sort of thing, where it's black and white, wow. or these little sort of cameras things. She She's the bait because she sort of she's brings beautiful. people in. She's very beautiful. She talks to them in the car. Let's just stop and have dinner or whatever. And he said, I found him the most petrifying he was, character. He is the, I think it's Jason Clark's greatest part. He was, he was, he was absolutely so good. Just oh, he was hideous. He's utterly hideous. And, and, and somehow his physicality was, was horrible. Absolutely. And basically, he, they get the, the young man somewhere and start to take photos. And then they kill him just to not put yeah, too fine Yeah, but that's not the end of it. And then, no, and then they put the body into various positions. <laughs> and she takes off various amounts of clothes and either sits on them or whatever. And then they take the photos. So he said that it was something so dark about how she was posing so normally. Yeah. yeah. I thought and she played think... that, and over time, you saw each time you came back to them, you saw the layers of emptiness yeah, across her really eyes. The shock, the trauma, yeah. the, 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 the sense that she had no feelings but wanted feelings. Yeah. Didn't know how to get back and in so, touch with And them. also that thing of, so she'd look at, the, you'd see some of the shots all the way through the film, you'd mm. see a few of the shots, and then it, you wouldn't see any more. But you'd see the look on her face, one of sort of almost love, of a, of a mm. sort of. Um, equal, but the other one of a motherly love. Like yeah. She yeah, looked at them yeah. as if she really cared for them. Yeah. And really um, sad. She was so good at playing that. Though. Yeah. yeah. And and there, there is a scene of dismemberment as well. Oh, yeah. There's a, an actual scene of dismemberment. That was so shocking. So that shocking. So she was being controlled by this Jay who, who yeah. on a second watching, I thought, my God, that is a mm. powerful part. He mm. is petrified. And I thought in they, his, in his they part. They both played it really well together as well. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were a brilliant too. They were sort of like the darkest, twisted Bonnie and Clyde you yeah. could ever conceive yeah. of. I mean, he reminded me his the sort of archetype man he was in the fifties, sixties, whatever we were in then. He reminded me of the kind of the most the horrendous men that we got in films like Wish You Were Here. A certain type of man of a certain yeah. era for whom there were no boundaries and exploiting young women yeah. and exploiting yeah. men. You know, no value of life. I found his yeah. character was one of those very rare characters in cinema, which really threatens you. Yeah, because yeah. you think, oh my god, could there's someone no, be no that? So, could someone yeah. be that sociopathic where they just literally have no? Yeah, they can't even all. see what they're doing wrong. Yeah. It's very powerful. Because it might sound from first talking about this film, this is a it's a sort of series of horrible happenings. But mm. in a way, what is good about this film is we're given these people as complete people. Mm. So the Jason Clark and 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 
We, we believe in them. So the film does jump around all these stories yeah. and you're sort of, you are striving at times to kind of connect them, though it never jars. You're not like, oh, every time you leave one story and go to another one, it's such a rich departure and yeah. arrival into another story, isn't it? So, so then Robert Pattinson is the newly appointed vicar in the, or preacher in the local village where they've all grown up. He's another twisted... What did you think of him? I mean, his accent was astonishing. Well, yeah, I was going to say so the reedy. accents in this film were really good because I've yeah. seen Tom Wallen and Robert Pattinson are both. And Eliza Scanlon's Australian. She's Australian. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's English, isn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. His accent was brilliant. Wow. But I thought he played that But he reedy. transformed himself completely because, I mean, his voice was so much higher and he just yes. looked, like, older. And just he was like an Elvis... He was like a seedy yeah, Elvis he, Presley, he, he wasn't he? He put on weight so that yeah. he, he made sure that we saw that when yeah, he turned yeah, yeah. down and stuff. So yeah. he was consumed by his passions basically. yeah and he was a dirty old bastard yeah, that's what I'm saying he played that so he well he played it very if well it wasn't good character well it wasn't good character yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... if it hadn't been for how sort of um, powerful the Jason Clark figure had been he would have been my most feared yeah. person because yeah, he was scary. playing against type well you would in most traditional <laughs> senses you would think there wasn't enough room in a film for two for characters too many. like that no. but yeah were. but they were scary in different ways because yes. I feel like Jason Clark was just menacing and like you know it was obvious yeah whereas like um robert patterson was more like i don't know manipulative yeah especially the way he kind of seduced yes. eliza's yeah, character. yeah. Now, clearly other girls other, other girls, girls yeah. yeah now the really odd thing for the listener who hasn't watched the film you're thinking this is a tom holland film but you're talking about all these other characters and then of course tom yeah. holland arrives pretty much only and almost an hour in about 45 yeah. minutes to an hour yeah. in but, but then he's but really, he he's kind of the moral centre of the film, isn't he? He's he's the he's, he's the best person. Yeah, he's the, he's the yeah. kind of his value system is what we cling to. Yeah. Because terrible things happen to Eliza Scanlon, courtesy of Robert Pattinson. We'll try and leave, leave some oh, something God, to that imagination. Was, yeah, that, that was, was hideous, so sad. hideously manipulated, really sad. tragically sad, tragically Tragic. sad. Um, Tom Holland, you know, sort of, it becomes a bit of a revenge story. story. Also, I feel like Tom Holland's character was the one you kind of wanted to cling to the most because yes. it wasn't like, he was like the only one that wasn't insanely religious. And yes. Like, yes. Yes. You know, lost in the... Yeah. Yeah. And, all of that. yeah, and then and then on the on the fringes, you've got Sebastian Stan, who I thought played a brilliant, oh dubious cop, the police officer, oh. the cop who I thought was great. He, he was the really husband in Itonia. He's uh, wins a soldier in Captain America. Oh, yeah. I thought he played it really well because I again, too, yeah. you know, he was the brother of the model. That's the right. That was like he's the brother of the one who's posing with all the, the dead people. <laughs> And I thought that was really neat. So again, you've got, it was just about the interconnectedness of community and how moral boundaries just start to erode and creak and bend and shift and how people's moral judgments loosen themselves. This word that I'm big on at the moment, creep, moral creep. This is like almost how a community could sort of just drift away from the moral compass that a huge church at the centre of it is demanding of yeah, them. Yeah. And yet within the church itself, everyone's morals <laughs> are, are completely blown asunder and yeah, off key. Yeah. And, that, and then it sort of, st I thought it was a very powerful film about challenging the idea of what religion is there to do yes. and how it's supposed to serve a community. Because it, yeah. all it served to do in this community was render them all totally deranged. Yeah, yeah and in a way, just as, I, as we were reviewing this film, it just made me think, after the introduction of talking about those communities of America that are now riven by drug addiction. Yeah. And this is the communities we're talking about. Yeah. It makes you realise that in a way they had that mad religion, yeah. which is yeah. one form of madness, yeah. and drugs has taken over from that, which yeah. is another sort of Well, madness. I think it's, it's, it's more a... better than the other one, could say. Yeah, I loved the way it, it intersected. I loved the way yeah, as a jigsaw like, puzzle it came together. Yeah, I loved the end where it all just kind of came together and they all, yeah. they all joined. And it, 
I love it when a film does. I yeah. thought, in terms of its period detail, what do you think of the production oh, design? Yeah. It was impeccable. Absolutely fantastic. And impeccable. don't forget, uh, and I'm not a big fan of, of that sort of bluegrass no. mu music. I thought the, but the music was absolutely amazing. Yeah, we both commented on so that. So fitting. To, yeah. to, yeah. I thought a lot of attention to detail had gone into the production design. And, and I'm going to almost quote a film like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where the individual shots felt great and production design had yeah. been achieved, but. You never feel, I never felt in a film like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that it existed beyond the confines of the frame. No, it had been yeah. done for the shot. In this oh, film, I believe yeah, that every camera, it was like, yeah. it, it was bit filmed in that world. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. So yes. the sense of immersion, how they did that was quite, I the, know, the cinematography was amazing. Yes, it was. The soundtrack was amazing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of felt like, you know how we talk about um, video games? Yes. The point where you yes. reach where it like ends. Yes. But with this film, it just felt like the whole world was in yeah. that. Time. Yeah, and I, I think that, that, is a, that is a really key detail of production design and, and what the best production design can do is it, it's giving you a world that reaches way beyond just the confines of your cinematic frame. Yeah. And this film felt like this world existed. Not a single one of those amazing actors missed a beat. No, no. Right down to Mia no, Wozakowska, who I can find no. a bit... No, I, I think she's amazing and she only has a tiny role, but Telling in that role. tiny role, she was great. Yeah, she I thought was. everyone, right down to like the, the fuel guy who looked after the young Tom Holland when, yeah, you know, yeah. he was an orphan. I thought yeah. they were all great, yeah, the big parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's sum up then. <laughs> yeah, so I hadn't seen a trailer for this. I don't think I even knew about it. I just kind of, you know, was mm. home and everyone was like, let's watch this. <laughs> but I am a big Tom Holland fan and, you know, I kind of wanted to see him in a more serious part other than Spider-Man and obviously mm. I know he was in a, that uh, Tsunami film when he was little but he yeah. hasn't really been in anything serious yeah. since he's been big um, and I didn't even know Robert Pattinson was in it and I'm a massive Robert Pattinson yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah I thought right from the start because I love dark films like all of us so right from the start with the bit with the guy that yeah. was skinned alive on the crucifix I was like yeah. okay this is up my street like <laughs> this is going to be yeah. interesting and I really, uh, it was interesting as well because I really liked how dark it was, but even when it was really dark, it didn't feel like, you know, kind of cartoony dark. No. So yeah. we just made this dark for the sake yes. of it. Like it felt like real life dark, yeah. twisted. Yeah. Everything yeah. felt natural yeah. in yeah. its development. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I don't know, I love films like this as well. It's because for me, I feel like in films when, you know, true religiousness and like insane religious. Uh, really scares me sometimes because yeah. yes. you know I, I, it scares me how lost people can kind of get, get in, in their beliefs. So Absolutely. I knew, you know, from the start of this film, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna, this is gonna freak me out a bit mm. because there's so many people like that in the world, especially Absolutely. in America. In America. Mm. Um, and yeah, and like you said, I felt the set design and like the costume design and everything made you truly believe that you were watching something mm. that was like mm. filmed in the mm. era that yeah. it was set in. Yeah, and. There was I, nothing gratuitous about it, no, was it? No, despite no, the no, horrific no. things. Yeah. And it was good as well because I don't think it was necessarily fast. Like It wasn't very fast, the film, but no. it wasn't very slow. And I, no, I, I thought it tripped along. Yeah, it, it tripped just along. went at a it did. really yeah. nice pace. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't right. feel bored at any points as well. And I felt like every shot and every scene was really thought out and kind of... Yeah. Because uh, sometimes you get films that you really like, but you just there's always bits that they yeah. put in to fill in time. But I feel like with this, so everything meant something and everything mm. mattered and um i really like films where there's kind of loads of storylines going on and then they all join in some way at the end mm. and this film did it really really well because mm. i feel like it was a really hard job to do because there are so many different storylines going on it could have been really disjointed and it could have been really confusing mm. when you jump 
back and forth, but they did it in a way, it, it must be the narration as well, but mm. yeah. they did it in a way where it, it was a lot to take in, but it wasn't confusing. And, and it wasn't still forced, was it? And it wasn't forced, no, right. it felt yeah, natural. Yeah. And, and I think that's also down to all of the actors, like giving it their role. I yeah. didn't feel any characters were like, there wasn't a single, obviously there were evil characters, but I felt like all the characters were really good yes. yeah. characters. And the stories dovetailed, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. very nicely. Mm. And, I, and I worry sometimes with films that have loads of really good actors in, for some reason tend to be yeah, not you've very said that good. Before. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely just, right. But this managed to mm. still be... Use the, be, use the best of the this actors. This was the yeah, sum of its parts. Yeah, I feel parts. like it wasn't yeah. like big, yeah. big, big yes. stars where it usually, you know... Yeah, they all, in, in a weird way, they were all humble. of a certain point where they've all had something to prove. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Jason Clark character, I was literally shaking my head thinking yeah. that I had no idea he could do this. No, yeah, no, Jason no. Clark's character was terrifying. Yeah. And I feel like it was a, a really good film in kind of the human condition because everybody was very different, all of mm. the characters. Mm. And although they were really evil ones, you kind of understood why they were evil because mm. usually it was because they were lost in mm. whatever they you know, yeah. believed in. And um, even the good ones, like his wife, the, the wife that dies and oh, yeah, he yeah. goes a bit mad... She's a very good, like, good in mm. inverted commas character, yeah. but she, we believed her. Mm. She yeah, said yeah. she's a nice yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You didn't feel like, oh, we've put in an evil character. No. Oh, we've no. put in a good one. No. This is a good person. There were no genre moves. So yeah, it really does feel tragic when she dies. You feel for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, for me, I, I really enjoy. I really. Enjoy I'd go so far as to say, I, th I remember on the day we watched it, you were quite tired. I think you'd come out of a, a something you've yeah. been doing, and you, I don't think you know you have to be in the right mood to watch a two yeah. and a half hour movie that yeah. you've heard all right things about. Yeah. And I saw you just gradually hooked yeah, more yeah, and more. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. I think it definitely grabs you, and I would recommend it pretty much. Well, obviously, if you can't deal with like gruesome yes. and kind of dark, messed up stuff, then maybe don't watch it. But yeah, I recommend it to people that do. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to give this film 9500. Wow. I thought it was an incredibly subtle, clever, complicated, but simple film. Yeah. I thought it did an incredibly neat job of, it was a novelistic film. It was like turning rapidly the pages of a really thick book. Yeah. But the thickness of the book wasn't putting you off. It was one yeah. of its greatest virtues. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, there's more to go through. Yeah. And more to, I could have sat with another half hour of it. I thought this almost manifested what Netflix could do perfectly, which is, I think this is probably too long to screen at a cinema, but it's the kind of films I think we oh, need yeah, more of true. because it's being streamed. Mm, films yes. that can maybe last yeah. to two and a half to three hours. This is epic in its, in its scale. It was nuanced in every single performance. I it thought was, every yeah. single character's sort of storyline was so true and believable. Even if it was abhorrent, it was totally uh, meaningful. And, you, and, you were, and I love the fact that you were left in an intelligent way to connect the stories together draw your own conclusions about religion, about the era, about their relationships, about love, about romance, all these kinds of things, about loyalty, about revenge and vengeance and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's intriguing that it's, it's produced actually by Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, which, Jake Gyllenhaal. Which is, so. which is, yeah, which is yeah. interesting because it has a certain, a lot of his films have that sort of granular, edgy, edgy sort of thing to it. Yeah. And it, it was dark, it was beautifully shot. I felt I haven't seen anything this good in lockdown. And so for me, I, I came out of this immediately wanting to watch it again by a director of, I think, it's, I don't know if it's their first film, but it's, you know, by a director I've not heard of. Mm -hmm. 
I, I thought all the actors just excelled in their performances in yeah. ways that we keep hearing about other actors and all these things. Just go to this film. If you're top drawer yeah. acting, check this film out and nothing else in yeah, lockdown. It's going to deliver yeah, for you. Um, it made me think. It, it, I love the name of the, the, the village that they all moved to, Knockham Stiff. Knockham Stiff. Knockham Stiff in Ohio. It's rich, rich, rich. It's gruesome in parts. But if you can just look away at those points, you will be richly rewarded. It's, mm -hmm. it's total escapism as well. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was transported to another era, another time, other people's lives. And when it stopped, I didn't want to be away from them all. And no, I've, thought, yeah. I've thought about them all ever since. Mm. Oh, that's So fantastic. I'd give it a resounding 100 out of 100. It's my best thing in lockdown. Best film in Whoa. lockdown. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Mark's point, which is an important point, is that you didn't ever feel that the camera was just pointing at the characters, which was so richly drawn that you almost felt it could be but you got the whole backstory you got the whole you got the whole Ew. life of the place yeah. and what and you know southern gothic is the name for that sort of um thing that we see and it's unspeakable some of the things that happen are unspeakable but if as if you can put that to one side mm. and concentrate on the look of it the sound yeah. of it the the performances the the only one thing i'd say which you two haven't said is i thought the distinct weak Strand mm. was I, I don't know that guy at all, but the guy who played the brother, the cop, the main cop, the cop. Oh, did you? Yeah, mm. I thought he was weak. I thought that oh, strand right. was oh. weak, and the fact that he was all tied in with the corruption of some sort oh, of small yeah, community like thing. I thought, it was good. I thought that was unnecessary, and uh, of course, it ties in with something that happens at the end, and it ties mm. in yeah. with Tom Holland and whatever, and it has to happen, I suppose. But I felt he was weak. I didn't really? know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know him as a person, whereas I knew mm. all the other people. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I yeah, feel like probably, he was the less looked into. Yeah, we spent the least, the least time with him. Yeah. Um, they could have done more with him, actually. Good. Yeah. But, but they I, don't have enough time. No. no. Yeah. But I felt, to, to, because he takes on more of a role as the film goes yeah, yeah. on, doesn't he? No, you see, I disagree. I think he was the counterpoint to religion. I thought religion is corrupt. And even the even the sort of letter of the law, the police force is as corrupt, corrupt too. Yeah. And he's even got a skin in the game. His sister is doing something that he just doesn't even want to think about. And I just thought it was quite a neat parallel between religion yeah, and law enforcement. And there's nowhere for the there's nowhere no. for this community to hide. So all of the rest of it. Tom Holland is amazing. Robert yeah. Patterson is absolutely the creepiest, creepiest preacher you've ever seen yeah. in your life. <laughs> But my standout villain of all time was Jason Clarke. Yeah, I, mean, I thought I never want to meet a man like this <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, and I would give it because of my slight sort of thing about that character. I'd give it ninety-eight. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. One final thought. I thought they did really well. It would have been very easy for Tom Holland to sat at the centre of this film as this you know, cleaner than clean, squeakier than ever, mm. character who's yeah, morally okay. pure and yeah, just did yeah, it. Yeah. But I don't think he did. I thought he, he felt very real. Towards the end. He did Especially towards yeah. the end. And it also showed you how, like, good people can do bad, bad things. Bad things, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it can be justified. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like the twist on the end as well. The end left you looking towards druggy hippiness of the 60s yeah. and the Vietnam War because he headed off in a VW camper van. Well, exactly, but what did you think about that actual last scene that Jace, that he does in the car? Oh, well, what, what, what does he do? Well, with Jason Clark in the... No, 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 sorry, Tom Holland in, in the camper van. Trying to sleep, trying to stay awake. The yawn, the yawn is yeah. the longest yawn. Oh yeah, he made us yawn. It made us yawn. But I thought that was quite telling. He didn't want to fall asleep. And no. that, in a sense, is a, oh, look, it's made a it's yawn. Just a word yeah, yawn. no, it was fantastic. And not wanting to sleep, I think, is a really good subtext for the whole film. It is. Yes. Don't yeah. sleep at your peril. 
Because exactly. there's all sorts of moral exactly. shit going on. Yes, yeah, so subtle film as well. Very subtle, very clever. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.